Welcome to the Pretty Red ENT Show. It's your girl, Goddess Nikita, aka Pretty Red ENT. And if nobody told you they loved you today, just know that Goddess Nikita, I love you today, okay? I also want to send love and light out into um, the spiritual realm. I know we don't really shout out the spiritual realm too much, but I want to send love and light over there to them, okay? All right, guys. How are you beautiful people doing today? Happy, uh, I guess, uh, Colonizer Independent Day. Because, you know, the Independence Day for, for people of color, you know, African-American people. Um, was June 19th. So, but just just happy Independence Day, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I don't really celebrate the holiday too much, but um, really did, to be honest. Like, I did the fireworks and stuff just because it was the fireworks, but I never really, like, got down to the understanding of, like, why we do that. Um, but in actual reality, um, I don't know. I just, you know, sometimes you just... Now you just go along with the flow. That's another thing that I can say that we do as like American people or just people who live over here. We just kind of just sometimes we don't question things that we do. Literally. I was like, if all black people stop celebrating July 4th, like we stop buying fireworks on July 4th, we stop doing barbecues on July 4th, July 4th will no longer stand. They will have to really take our holiday seriously. Like, I'm so serious when I say that. They would have to take June 19th so serious if we stopped doing that. And I can say this year I heard a lot of fireworks on June 19th. So, you know, I really wish that we would just stop July 4th altogether. But that's neither here nor there, okay? <sighs> this episode is going to be called Love and Affection. <laughs> Love. Mm, 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 mm. Okay, I don't know. I love this song. And anytime I think about this song, I think about uh, when I was in Chicago uh, for the first time when I was a kid. Well, since I was older, because I went to Chicago when I was a kid. But when I was older and I went, I went back to uh, Chicago, I was with Kiana. So was, and that used to be her song. Like, we used to ride around. <laughs> singing this song like love and affection <laughs> but that's when I when I think about this song I think about Chicago but anyways guys let me tell you something that I noticed um the other day I picked up my niece and I love this baby she is so adorable because she looked like me but I picked up my niece and I was just kissing on her like she loves I'd be like baby hey baby and she just looks at me and um She's so adorable, guys. Um, but I picked her up and I kissed on her. And I, she loves kisses. I mean, like when I say this baby is very affectionate, I'm talking about you could tell that this baby, anybody who interacts with her, you could tell that they give her complete love. And people were like, what are you saying? Like, no. Like, you know that anybody who interacts with this baby gives complete love to her. You can tell by the way the baby smiles. You can tell by the, her energy. She's like, whenever she sees certain people, her face just lights up like a light bulb. And when she sees me, she just lights up. Like anytime I go to um, my house and I get out the car, she look at me like, are you going to take me with you? 
I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. Like, my niece is very, 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 very cute. She's very pretty. And um, so I just kiss on her. I really do. Um, but everybody kisses on her. My mom, my grandma, my brother. Um, everybody just really just shows this baby a lot of love. And so what I, I, I noticed was, because this is what kind of led me to this topic, because I was talking about it the other day. It was really weird that I had this conversation with a person. But what I noticed with my niece was, I was like, man, she has a lot of love. So then I look at my son and I'm like, oh my gosh, people be like, I just love your son. I'm talking about like random people. I remember that my son's art teacher when he was in first grade, she's like, I want to meet Malachi's mom. Like no lie, like no cap. Like she's like, where's Malachi's mom at? Out of all your students that you got of art class, you want to meet me? She said, I want to tell you, you have, you have raised the best son ever. Like he is so respectful. He is very loving. And she was like, I have never, I granted all the rest of these kids here, they're very loving, but I had to come tell you, like, you did a really good job with your son. Mind you, my son goes to school with the principal. His aunt is the principal. And it was like, what? I was like, oh, okay. Um, not, not my sister, but the father of my child's uh, sister. So it was like, oh, all right, well, cool. I was like, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And people were like, well, I'm like, yes. And I noticed like when some of my friends cry, they come over my house, they might be crying about a situation. Um, my son, I come up to him, give him a hug. And he's like, I just feel so better. Like you, like your son is very loving. Like, I don't know how you did it, but he is very loving compared to my child. I'm like, what? But some of my friends, I noticed some of my friends didn't really like love on their kids the way I loved on my son. So I can always tell the difference when... I go around different people and their children because sometimes their kids is not as loving. Like, oh, your kids going around hitting other people. That's because you hit them. That's because you hit them. Like, they, it's just they learn behavior. This is what psychology teaches. The kids learn from their environment. So imagine you being their environment and the first people who's supposed to teach them and you're teaching them to hit because you're hitting them because they're doing something that you don't like instead of you taking your time out to stop and to do that, and to give them direction, okay? So that's what I will say that I really love about me. And so then I look at my nephew. He's the same way. Like, he's very loving. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, so then I thought about the way how, like, we, like, love on the kids. And some people say, like, what? Like, when I was pregnant with my son and I had my son, I used to, like, hold my son, like, real close to me. And um, I used to, like, kiss on him and different things like that. Well, not like that. But I used to just, like, kiss on him. Like, because, you know, when you get them little kids, they were, like, so cute. Especially when they got them jaws. Like, oh, my gosh, can I just kiss your baby? But, um, no, but I used to kiss on my son. Like, like, really, like, love on him. Like, I used to hold him all the time real close to me. And so, like, my friend watched my son one day. And it was so funny, I promise you. She watches my son one day for me. I was like, oh my gosh, I need a babysitter. I got to do something at night. I think I had to like work um, a night shift for somebody. She said, I have never met a baby who likes to cuddle. Like your son won't go to bed, not unless you cuddle with him. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> She's like, 
like I tried to get him to lay down by himself. Like I didn't want to like lay with him because you know you're not supposed to sleep with kids. Um, you know, it's like you're not supposed to sleep with them in the bed. I was like, no, my son has never slept in a crib. Like I probably put him in the crib if I'm like up moving around doing something. But as far as like when I'm about to go to bed, my son go to bed with me in the bed. I've never wrote on my son. I have never. And I'm not encouraging y'all to do what I'm saying to do. This is not me, this message I'm giving out. Like, oh, you should sleep with your kids in the bed. That ain't what I said. That's not what I said. <laughs> That's not what I said, okay? That's not what I said. That's not what I said. <laughs> but no, all jokes aside, like, my son, I used to cuddle with him, like, all the time. Like, my son was very long for to be a baby. Like, he was long, long. Like, my son kind of long. So I used to just cuddle with my son every night, but my friend was like, uh, she had never met a baby that she had to cuddle with. And mind you, she had like a few kids her own. And she's like, I don't cuddle with my kids. I was like, why not? I was like, this is my first son. I had my son at 26 and I'm like, this is my first son. I love him. Um, He's a really amazing guy, Um, but I don't think I would trade it for the world. But I love him. I, I just got to cuddle with him. But to, to be honest, that's the way how I like to be loved. Like the love and affection part. Like I love to be cuddled. I love to cuddle. Like that's my thing. I like to cuddle. Baby, come here. Let me cuddle with you. But like in actual reality, if you're not really giving this love out to your children, the same love that you want to receive how are you going to receive that love back? Like the way, and I started to think about this because we, me and one of the, um, me and one of my friends, we were speaking about like love and affection. Like where did we first experience love and affection at? And I'm like, the first time I remember receiving love and affection was from my mom. My family is very loving and very affectionate, like to the point where you go to a family reunion, everybody, like my dad's side of the family, like they greet each other with like a kiss on the mouth. Some people think that, oh, that's weird. Like, but in a lot of cultures, they do that. So it's only American culture. We think something is super weird and frenzy. But in a lot of cultures overseas, they greet people with kisses. And so my dad's family's like that. So like, I don't know, like they're very affectionate. Like they hug you. They tell you that they love you. Um, it's just totally different vibe. But if I go on my mama's side, like everybody's very affectionate to the point where you're giving each other hugs. You're telling them you love them. But when like you have a little baby, oh my gosh, like all the great aunts and great uncles, they're kissing your baby. They're like touching your baby's cheek. Pinching your baby's cheek, it's just like they really love little kids. And so I can tell, like, the difference between kids that are in my family compared to kids that's not in our family. Like, But some, I'm not saying that every family is, isn't loving because there's a lot of families out there that love children the same way that my family does. But when you're talking about what's the first time that you received love and affection, like, I will say... That time I remember, I was like, probably like, maybe like, uh, I was probably like three and a half because I did something crazy at this three and a half mark. Okay. And people was like, psychology says you're not supposed to be able to remember when you're three. That's a damn lie. Um, 
I don't know who's that set for, but I don't know who made that law, but they're incorrect. Um, but I do remember like my dad, like he, he being very affectionate with me. Like, I don't know, like, I don't know how to explain it. Like my dad used to like hug me and used to just like kiss my cheek. And I used to just light up like, oh my gosh, my dad loves me. (laughs) And like, typically like how I like to be loved now, like it's kind of the same. Besides, it's like extremely extra now because, you know, I'm all tapped into my Aries energy. Mm-mm-mm-mm. It's too good. But um, like I typically like to be, if I'm in a relationship, I like to be loved on. I like to be cuddled. I like to be kissed on. I like to, to be rubbed on. Not saying that somebody rubbed on me and my family. What I'm saying is, is like, as a child, what is the same as it is now? Like, yes, I would love for my man to come up, kiss me on my cheek. Yes, I would love for my man to sit up there and, like, when I'm laying down, he comes up and cuddle with me. Whether it's spooning, whether it's just like, hey, I might just be laying down on my back and you just come right on up and just like, hey, here, and give me your arm and I just lay there. Because typically that's what moms do. Like they lay a child down and uh, I have a weird habit. I'm not going to lie. Because like it's kind of funny I say this because it's my niece. She is like this. Like it's like, oh my gosh, this baby. She will not go to bed. Not unless I'm cuddling with her. Not unless I'm holding her close near me. Um, She has to see you. She has to touch you in order for her to go to bed. And it's so crazy because, like, when she gets older, she's probably going to have to, like, need that in a relationship in order to feel safe and comfortable and feel like she's been loved properly because of the fact of, like, she loves this intimate touch. Now, some people don't like that, but then I have a reflection question, like, did your parents cuddle with you? Did your parents kiss on you when you were a baby? Did your family kiss on you? Because some people's parents are not affectionate. And you could tell in their children, you could tell in men who has never experienced affectionate behavior. Like they, because they don't know how to give it out. And they think it's pretty weird if you give it to them. And it's like, and the one dude was like, I'm not saying that I'm not up to it. He said, I just never experienced this like my whole life. Like I never, my mom didn't really hug me. Uh, My dad didn't really hug me. And he seen me hugging my son. Like, something happened, my son fell or something. Like, I think he, like, fell or something. My son came up to me crying. And most people tell their son, like, be quiet. Not me. I'm not that mom. I, I, I can't do that. I'm, I'm just not that mom, okay? <laughs> not that mom. Now, some other people, they're that mom. Just not me. I'm, I'm not that mom to the point where I can't show my son affection just because he's a boy. No, nah, that's not that. Cause that stuff hurt. Like if somebody fall, like if I if we fall as an adult right now, and we like really do something, yeah, we gonna cry. If you got real heart pain, you are gonna see a man cry. So stop lying and saying that you don't have emotions. When if 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 you like skip your knee or something, where to the point where you might gotta go to the hospital. I have seen men come into the hospital, grown men crying. Okay, so. What I'm telling you is, is this, when, like, if you're showing love and affection to a child and even to an adult, like, is it the same? 
or is it different? Some people will say it's different. Some people will say the same. But you know what I'll say it is? I really say that affection goes in circle. Because I know like my mom, I have pictures of like my mom kissing me when I was a child and her holding me. And to be honest with you, I like that now. Like I, I seen a picture where I was a little, little girl and my mom was kissing my cheek. And um, I seen another picture where like my mom was like holding me real close to her, like laying down with me. Um, so do I typically like this behavior? Yeah, I do. So my question is, if you don't like love, if you don't like affection, is it because a psychology question? We're going to take you back to the past because people are like, why the hell psychologist? They ask about the past because your past is manifesting your future if, you, if it goes unhealed. You don't know how to be affectionate because you never got taught to be affectionate. And some people, they be scared to be affectionate because they feel like it's a catch-22. But that's a whole different story. But in general, guys, like if you typically cried when you were a child, because please believe, when you were like two, three years old and you failed, Especially when you started walking, whether you were a boy or a girl. If you fail, your parents were comforting you if you cried. They were comforting you. They showed you affection. They probably kissed your boo-boo. Okay, because people don't, you know what I'm saying? Like, yes, like my son fell a few times. <laughs> and I kissed his boo-boo. So my whole thing is, is like, People don't really think about like this is our first affection that we receive is when we were a little tiny bitty baby. Whether we were with our real parents, fake parents, whatever the situation is, even if you were crying in the hospital. Prime example, I remember my son was crying in the hospital and I was asleep. I just had a cesarean, which is a C-section, guys, because y'all know I just told y'all in the last episode. But... um. <clears throat> But the lady came and she got my son. What'd she do? Pick him up, hold him. And she was like, he is so cute. <laughs> and I was like, thank you. She's like, listen, like, oh my gosh, like your baby's really cute. And I'm like, I know, right? Like, cause people always, when my son, when I first had my son, like people always stop me to tell me and like mention it four different times while in the same conversation without going further. They'd be like, your son is really, really extremely cute. Like, cause my son, he came out, he had blue eyes. He was real cute. Like my son, he was it, he was the it man. Okay. Like his eyes changed color right then and there. Like, you know, I'm like, oh my gosh. But everybody used to just stop me because one, my son is chocolate. So if you're looking at me, you're like, this light-skinned woman produced this chocolate baby? Yes, baby. Cause black women, we can have any color kids. Okay. That's just what we do. Like we can go down a scale. We can, we can have two dark-skinned parents and they can come out with a light baby. Like, black women are the only women in the world who can have any color race, can breastfeed any race, any race, you, any race. There is, it's just that, a woman of color that can breastfeed any race. But <clears throat> with this nurse, she was like, do you mind if I kiss your son? Like, I just really want to, like, kiss on him because my son he was like really affectionate he really liked it because I don't think people know like when I was pregnant with my son I used to like rub on him I used to like oh my gosh like if I could like 
If I was probably like giving him kisses in the womb, I was probably giving him kisses in the womb. But she's like, can I give him a kiss? I was like, sure. And people be like, why don't you just like some random stranger kiss your baby? I'm like, bruh, like, I can tell if she's good hearted or she's not. You feel me? Like, y'all got to start reading energy. I mean, you could tell somebody has good intentions that they don't. But this girl, she literally was like really infatuated. But the problem was is that I knew she was pregnant. So I ain't have no problem with her like showing my son some love. Like, and people be like, well, I'm like, no, nah. like, I'm just not like that. I'm not, I'm not like, I just, I'm a person, I'm just different. Like, man, she could have been somebody else. I would be like, nah, I don't want you to kiss my child. I don't know who, you, I don't know who you are. You're not part of my family. But, like, she came in and she helped me out. Like, she was a real doll face when it came to me having a cesarean. Because I never had any surgery. I never had no broken, no broken bones. I never been sick. Like, nothing. So, this is the first time I had, like, major surgery. And it was like, oh, my gosh. And, um, basically... What I will say is, is that she real life, like, she real life helped me out. Like, and I was like, here, like the only gesture I could give to her because I was tired and I was up. And she's like, you really need to sleep. Like, I don't know what's going on, but you going to need your sleep because when you leave here, you're not going to be able to get no help besides the help of your family. Like, and we're here to help you. And I was like, you know what? You're right. But. She helped me. She kissed my son, and he just, like, cracked up laughing because I was breastfeeding my son. Guys, he bit my nibble, <laughs> and my nibble was bleeding. But so she had to give him some Similac, and I didn't want my son to have no Similac. She's like, hey, he needs to go to bed. He's hungry. And I was like, here, give it to him. And so she gave him some Similac. And my son was like, all right. And he was just happy, and she rocked him to sleep. She's like, I'm going to just take him. Like, do you mind if I take him? Because, you know, like, like they supposed to take him sometimes. But I was like... I don't care. I really don't want him to leave this room. But I just trusted her. And people be like, well, why do you trust her for her? Because, like, y'all guys got to stop. Like, I don't, I don't not trust somebody. Okay, that's somebody, that's some things people don't understand. I don't just not trust somebody. Like, they have to do something in their energy. When I first meet them, what they say, maybe the way how they breathe just throws me off. Like, no, nah, I don't trust you. But when it comes to, like, my son and, like, the experience that I had in the hospital, I can really say I had a, a really good experience with my son in the hospital. And they really helped me out to get sleep, to get rest. And I just wouldn't tell this girl not to cuddle my son. Like, you feel me? Like, she was in there helping him out. But anytime you hold a child, you're basically cuddling this child. People don't look at that. This is actually an action. This is an opinion. It's an action word. So... When dealing with this particular lady and my son, I was just like, oh my gosh, I'm just like the happiest mom ever because who am I to tell my son like, like not to love a woman? Like, and it's so crazy because my son liked this girl and he's so nice. Like, even when I watched him the other day, he was outside, and I noticed, like, when he'd be playing with little girls, and some some parents, they'd be like, don't play with no little girl. But my son, I'd be watching him, okay? Because my son likes girls. And so I noticed <laughs> what he allowed the girls to do compared to what he allowed the boys to do to him. And the little girl was like, I could tell he likes her. He's like, Mama, I was swinging on the, the um, pole, and I accidentally kicked her. And I said sorry to her 
four times. She just won't accept my apology. I said, well, did you try to give her a hug? He said, mama, I did, but she didn't want the hug. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my gosh. The only thing I could do in myself was have an awe moment and be like, I did a good job as a parent. Okay, shout out to me. <laughs> I did an extremely good job as a parent. And people say, what do you mean? Like, I'm like, yeah, to the fact that my son knows that he didn't intentionally try to kick this little girl. He was actually on a pole and literally, you know how like the kids like flip on a pole and she like kind of walked right there when he was flipping and she wasn't there at first. I guess she was running from somebody else and she kind of walked and he kicked her and my son one stopped and apologized without me telling him to apologize. Okay, so y'all got to understand something. My son is a sweetheart. He has stopped and apologized. Now, if this was a little boy, I don't know if he would apologize. I don't see my son kick little boys by accident and I apologize. I'd be like, man, say you sorry, man, because I be wanting people to say they sorry when they hit you. So you got to say you sorry. And he'd be kind of mad when he say sorry. He, he kind of say it real low where they can't hear it. Like, his pride be hurt. Like, but when it come to little girls and the girls he likes is what I'm noticing, oh, he apologized. And he'll try to give him a hug and he say he's sorry and different things like that. I'm like, oh my gosh, as a mom, I really did good. As a mom, I raised my son. Like it's literally been me and my son from day one. I raised my son. And this is how I produce my son. And so people be like, what are you talking about? Like I don't met a, a few little boys who do not care about hitting a little girl and that will not apologize about hitting a little girl. Like my son literally said this girl hit him on the bus and he said, mama, I know I'm not supposed to hit girls. First of all, pause. I never taught my son that. I one time never told my son not to hit a little girl. Not one time. I never came out of my mouth and said, Malachi, not to hit a little girl. I remember one day some girl smacked my son in the head with something and she hit and he hit her back. I did not care. Like she should not hit my baby like that. But at the same time, I don't teach my son to be violent at all. Like, I, I don't know. Some parents teach their kids, like, they, they teach them, like, they're little boxers or something. Like, really? Like, how did you like when you were getting treated that way? Because I could have sworn when, if you go back to that age when you were getting hit on by dogs and they were trying to teach you how to fight, you didn't like that. So why would you do another baby like that? But if they have a fighter instinct in them, it's always going to come out. And people don't understand that. It's always going to come out. Like my son, like my son, one person hit him in daycare. I think his was like, like preschool. One kid hit him in preschool. Like kids jumped him. Shoot, my son came back the next day, cleared the whole classroom. Everybody had to get it. That's why I would tell people, I didn't teach him that. My son don't see me fight. He don't see me argue. I don't do that in front of my child. Some other people do that in front of kids. My kid, my son don't see that. And if he hears that or sees that, he's going to cry because he ain't never seen that. He's going to freak out. Like, hey, like you can say whatever you want to say, but that's just me. Like, this is how I raise my child. But back to stay on topic. But my son, like when he, when he had this little girl, he came over here. I was like, well, Malachi, did you tell her you're sorry? He's like, yeah, mama, but can you tell her that I said, I, I really mean I'm sorry. Like, can I give her a hug? And I was like, so he want me to be his player point so he can get a hug from this little girl. I wasn't too mad about it because, like, my son, he's affectionate. 
And the way how he shows his actions or how he shows that he apologizes is, one, he has state that he apologized. He stated what he did wrong. Um, two is he's going to try to give you a hug to try to mend things with you. Like, that's, that's a good thing. That's affection. People don't look at that as affection, but that is affection. Like, yes, like, my son is very affectionate. Like, he, he does apologize to people. He does apologize when he's wrong. Um, sometimes if he don't feel like he's wrong, he won't apologize. And I can't even be mad at him because when I was a child, I used to do that. Like, if I didn't feel like I was wrong, I wouldn't apologize. And it took everything in my body to say, I am sorry. I apologize. But nowadays, yeah. Mm -mm. But when I tell y'all that love and affection is so serious that... I feel like if you don't know how you like to be loved or the affection that you like, I wonder if you received it when you was a child. And some guys don't like when I ask them that question, like, how did you, how did your mom show you affection? How did your dad show you affection? Because most guys don't like to be affectionate to their children. And that's weird to me. Okay. I'm just throwing it out there. Mm, 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 mm. That's weird to me because I speak to a lot of men and they say that they wish that their dad was more affectionate with them, hugged them, told them they loved them, told them everything would be all right, and really just pleased them the way that they need to be pleased. Not like that, but just like really being there in their moment of, of like awe. And so I'm like, so is that reason why you're so hard up on your son? Because I stopped talking to a guy because I didn't like the way how he was treating his kids. And people don't understand that. Like, what? Why are you whipping on this baby for it? <laughs> like, what's going on with you? Why are you whipping on this baby? And people are like, what are you talking about? I'm like, no. Why are you whipping on this baby for Like, why can't you just stop and take your time out to, like, really? Because the dads were supposed to discipline our children. So you're supposed to discipline your child when they're a baby and they don't know the right way to go. They don't know that they're doing something wrong until you tell them that they're doing something wrong. So you whoop them the first time they do something wrong. Well, because my dad whooped me. My dad didn't show me no love. As a man, you're not supposed to be affectionate to your kids. That means you soft. What? What? No, ma'am. <laughs> I saw that guy. I said, "No, ma'am. You won't do that on. You won't do that on my watch. Like I don't. I don't approve of that. However, you want to discipline your child, treat your child. That's that's on you. But will I be happy to, enough to date you to see that you are not affectionate to your child? No, I won't date a man who's not affectionate to their child because that means you would never be affectionate to me the correct way. Okay, like what? No." Mm -mm. What? The first thing your child does wrong, you're beating the crap out of them? Do they not, do they know not to do this? Do they know not to do what you're telling them to do? Because if they don't know what to do when you're telling them to do it, and you're just beating the crap out of them, 
Like, do you know what kind of healing work that this child is going to have to do if they remember that? <laughs> like, people don't understand that. Like, I'm literally, one day I was talking to my mom, and, and this is a great story, guys. Like, y'all got to check this out, okay? Shots fired. Mm, 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 mm. 25, 47. Y'all know when I drink my tea, I got to say that. I was literally, like, talking to my mom one day. And I was telling my mom, like, you know, there's a lot of things I had to heal from. And me and her was having, like, a healing conversation. I was like, I had to heal a lot of times, mama, from a lot of stuff that maybe you did. And my mom was like, I think she'd be feeling bad, like, because we'd be telling her, like, stuff we have to heal from. And I'm like, mama, but you was the best mom ever because look how you raised us. We're very successful at whatever we do. We're great. So you did your job. You did your part. Doesn't mean that, hey, there isn't things that we had to heal from. Yes, we had to heal from a lot of things. And the one thing I must say that I healed from was probably I told my mom, I was like, you gave me whoopings at times where I felt like I didn't need a whooping. And she's like, what you mean by that? There's a lot of times I felt like as a child, I did not deserve a whooping. And so I gave her an example. I gave her like three examples because my mom's one of them type of people like, don't just tell me one thing. You got to tell me three things. Tell me three things on why and how you feel like you needed to heal. What did I do? And so I told her the three things that I needed that I had to heal from. And it's 999 on the clock, guys. And she was like, you know what? You and your brother. I always got something. I said, mama, but I'm not saying that, hey, because when my mom whooped us, if she whooped us two bad guys, my mom showed affection. She would kiss us, tell us she loves us. She explained why she whooped us. Okay, I got to give my mama that. Like, let me give my mama her flowers, guys. Like, <laughs> People don't understand that. That's real. That When I say this is a, a, a real honest thing on what happened in my life, my mom used to whoop us. And if... She felt like she did it too bad or either she whooped us. Every time my mom whooped us, she really consoled us afterwards and told us why she whooped us and that she was sorry and different stuff like that. And let me tell y'all one time about when my mama whooped us, okay? This is a real story. And I promise y'all, y'all know my mama. <laughs> Make sure y'all go say something to her about it, okay? So me and my brother was like, I know that I, for a fact I was 13 because I played basketball when I was 13 because this is the year I played basketball. So we were in school one day and it was parent-teacher conference. So we, we, we already had that. My mom had to get off work. She took off work for that. Boom. About three weeks later, um, the principal and all the teachers in the eighth and seventh grade, wanted to have a conference with my mom. Every teacher that was in seventh and eighth grade with the principal. So the principal called my mom. Not the teachers, guys. The principal called my mom. While she was at work, she had to get off work, go answer the phone. The principal said, we need to have a meeting with you ASAP about both of your children. Um, we need you to come in the very next day. Uh, so my mom basically had to get off work, call off work. And my mom's a single parent. So if y'all know what I'm talking about, my people of color or our white people, 
You know what I'm saying? Anybody, you know, your mom's a single parent and she kind of cared about that. So you already knew that you was getting a whooping because your mama had to call off work. Then you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Mm-mm. So she had to call off work. Okay. So when my mom got home from that day at work where she got that call from the, from the principal, my mama beat me and my brother. I'm talking about she whooped us. When I say she whooped us, oh, <laughs> And some people say this is not a laughing matter, but it is not. And I'm an Aries, bro. You, if people know Aries, we kind of like are the people that kind of be in front of God and God be preaching and saying something serious. We're probably the group of people that's probably just laughing okay and it's not that we laughing at God or laughing at the situation we just like to make light out of any situation if it's bad or negative but now that I'm older I'm looking back I'm like mama you whooped the snot out of us and me and my brother was telling her like mama we ain't do nothing like my mom's like what y'all do y'all had to do something I got a meeting with the teachers and all the principals I got a meeting with all the seventh and eighth grade teachers and the principals and the principal Come on now, like what? You, what did y'all do? It's eleven eleven o'clock, guys. <laughs> so literally, guys, me and my um brother, uh, she whooped us, and my mama whooped us correctly. I'm talking about, man, I was so hurt because this is one moment I told my mom, I was like, "Mama, you should have not whooped me and my brother. Like, you did not know what happened, but you whooped us in advance. Like, I'm talking about, she's like, I'm giving y'all whooping in advance. This is the one time that she felt like." And she got a call from the school about us. She whooped us afterwards. This time, she's like, I got to whoop y'all before. And I'm like, what did we do? <laughs> what did we do? I know somebody been like laughing with me like, keep crazy. But what did we do? Let me tell y'all what we did. So my mom goes in the parent-teacher conference. So she goes in this conference with all the teachers. Seventh and eighth grade teachers. Okay, she goes in and uh, she has a conversation with the principal. The principal says this: "Hello, Nikita and uh, my brother's mom, and I want to tell you, you are you do you do a very phenomenal job with your children. We need to ask you a favor." Uh, we were trying to figure out why does everybody have the same answers on their paperwork. So we have to figure out who was doing their homework and who was not and who was allowing people to cheat off of them. Okay, so my mama was like, my kids are cheating off of people. Now, mind you, if you know my mama, then you know my mama. She like, what? So the principal, the way how she opened it up to my mom, because we actually was in the meeting with her. So the way she opens it up to my mom was kind of unique. I'm kind of glad she did that. The way that she did it now, I'm kind of, I'm really happy that she did it that way. So the, the principal busts out. She's like, hey, um, Nikita, Nikita's mom, she's like, listen, so we sat in class. So what we did was we gave out a homework assignment, and I did not know this. Okay. Nobody in the in the whole classroom knew that they gave out this homework assignment. So one is they gave everybody a different test. Okay. So they figured out like they did a different, they gave everybody a different test, but the word the questions were different. 
Okay. Like that mean in different order. So everybody had the same questions, but they were in different order. So the girl who was sitting next to me, we're so used to having the same answers. She just literally copied the people who sit into the right and sit into the left to me copied. Okay. Here's how they figured it out. Was everybody who was around me, everybody in the classroom had my answers. You'll be like, what? Yes. So imagine the person on the left, because where I sat at in the classroom, I sat kind of by the door and like close to the teacher. Because I, I just always been that way. I have to be like, I got to know where everything at. But I sat right there. So there was literally two people that sat on the right of me and to the left of me. It was a whole another part of everybody else in the classroom. So... What happened was, is the principal was like, so we tested it out with your daughter first. And they said, so we set her, they moved my seat. So here's what they did. So they technically moved my seat. I think about like, I went over like five seats. So that left like a few, like seven seats open. Okay. So five, because there's two on the right of me. If you add five to it, that's seven. Boom. So there's seven seats here. I sat in the middle and I think there was like maybe seven more people next to me or maybe eight or 10. So I was like, all right, cool. All right, fine. The principal said, did you not know that everybody had the answers that your daughter had on the paperwork besides one student in her class, which was the other smart dude in the class. He didn't have the same answers to me because he was super smart. But he said, everybody in the classroom had your daughter's answers on the test. So they went to my brother. And so they did the same thing with my brother. I was like, all right, cool. So then my mom said, so this is the problem they were having. They was like, so for the homework, because then they started like sw switching us up to the point where we're doing tests. They just start giving us different tests in general. Like me and my brother just kind of like had a whole different test. So when it came to doing homework, me and my brother was the only kids in the whole seventh and eighth grade that did the homework assignments. People are like, what? Like, yes. <laughs> the, the lady, she congratulated my mom. Like, the teacher's like, I know that your kids do their homework. And they, she was like, well, how do you know that? She's like, because I know. She's like, I can tell that this came from your son's answers. And she showed my mom, like, his answers, how... And then she showed my mom, like, covering up the other names. She's like, this is how inconsistent this is. This is when they started cheating off your son. It was crazy. And I make a long story short... Um, the principal basically asked my mom, like, can you talk to your kids about letting people cheat off of them? Like, and it's not cool that like people are cheating off of them because they're actually going in and doing their homework and the other kids are not. And my mom was like, so you mean to tell me that these kids did do nothing wrong? The principal was like, no, your kids are outstanding. They don't get in trouble. We don't have any problems with your kids at all. Like they're really good. They, and I play basketball. My brother played basketball. So it was like, like, anyways, so then they created a program. Um, if you wanted to play in sports, you had to go to homework help first, and then you go to basketball practice. All because of this situation with me and my brother. <laughs> like, no lie. <laughs> mm -mm. But I tell people this all the time, this story, because it's funny. So at the end of this meeting, 
They basically came up with a device and a plan like to really have my mom talk to us about having people cheat off us because they said it wasn't fair to us and it wasn't fair to the other students. They're not really learning and they're just cheating off of us. Okay. My mom came home. Okay. Because at some point, like we just see my mom when she came in, we were briefly in the meeting and we left and had to finish class. My mom came home. When we came home from school, my mom was like, what do y'all want to do today? I am so sorry for whooping y'all. She gave us a hug. She kissed us. Um, told us she was... And she kissed my brother because some of y'all be like, oh, y'all ain't never real. Yeah, my brother received a lot of affection too, okay? So she hugged us and kissed us and asked us what we wanted. We had... Man, me and my brother got mad stuff that day. <laughs> my mom had like gifts waiting for us. My mom felt really extremely bad at that moment. But like I told my mom, I was like, yeah, this is a, this, I, we still have to heal from this moment. No matter if you try to heal it yourself, we as children still have to heal a moment that maybe you did to us. Because I'm like, dang, you whooped us in advance. That's, that's basically saying that, you know, before the police find out evidence on something that they're going to arrest us before they find out evidence just because they found us guilty. That's exactly the same situation. It's exactly the same. People say, oh, it's not. Bro, how isn't it? My mom got a phone call from the school. They didn't really tell her if it was good or bad. She whooped us just because she had to take off work. The police coming to a scene, don't really know who's, who's wrong or not, and they arrest someone. Okay? Then have to prove that you was guilty. They say you're innocent until you're guilty. Well, you're actually saying I'm guilty by coming and arresting me. But that's exactly what happened with my mom. She said that we were guilty and just whooped us. And then later came find out we went to court. That's basically what happened. My mom went to the school and she had this meeting. That's basically court. Okay. So we're going, I'm showing y'all two situations at one time. You go to court, they find the evidence, the DNA, there's none there. Actually, the video shows um, this person was telling the truth the whole time. Nothing happened. Um, this person was being real. They never lied about what they said they were doing there. Um, everything came back to what this person originally said before the police put them in handcuffs. And what we were telling my mom, we didn't do anything. We don't know why they're having a meeting with you, which we didn't know why they were having a meeting. Shoot, my mom wasn't going. We couldn't get up. We couldn't go outside if we didn't do our homework. I don't know about y'all, but my mom was strict about homework. So typically when I see like police officers come on the scene to different stuff and they just arrest someone without really clear cut evidence and they just arrest someone just because they can't. I don't like the way you, uh, just because you can. Like, and when I'm this person, like, I don't understand why you did that. <laughs> Do you know what kind of hurt that is a person will have to receive and have to heal? And I told my mom, I was like, listen, you did a good job. You made up for it. You, you did your best to heal us. But at some point that affected me. And I told her, like, I was like, man, I was like, I couldn't believe that. I'm telling my mom I did nothing wrong because she didn't listen. That's the first things first. I'm telling my mom, not Mary, not Sue, not Bob. I'm telling my mom I did nothing wrong. I don't know why you're having a meeting. I didn't do anything wrong. And granted, yeah, my brother was off the chain, but he did actually, 
did no wrong at this point in time. So it's kind of like a lot of people don't understand like what kind of healing and the hurt that comes behind a situation like that. How does a child heal from that? Granted, my mom showed us love and affection that moment to the point where I, when I healed, I didn't need to do the love and affection part. Like, I really wish that my mom would have hugged me at this point after she found out the truth and she showed me love. My mom did all that. So basically, it was me just really acknowledging the whole first original transaction about my mom really not listening to me. Listening to my brother when we was telling her we did nothing wrong. But typically... You don't hear the police coming back to a person apologizing that they arrested and it was wrong. You know what, ma'am? We did not mean to arrest you. You know what, ma'am? We did not mean to arrest you. We're sorry. You don't really typically get that behavior from the officers on scene that walk up to someone when they know that they did wrong. You don't get that behavior. And at all times in society, they tell us, oh, you do something wrong to somebody, you should apologize. Why don't the police do that? Why don't the government do that? Oh, okay, so it's only good when it's like, it's good, but when it's, it's, it's good for that. And a lot of people don't understand that. You're not showing me no affection. You just took me from my whole environment. Put me through a whole system that I wasn't supposed to go through all because you have an attitude or you don't want to do your job. Okay, like what? That don't make sense. So a lot of people don't understand that. And I always tell people this all the time. Like, hey, I love you. This is that. Um, but what I will not say is, is this. Like, I can't sit up there and explain to someone or anybody that I did something wrong when I truthfully in my heart do not feel like I did something wrong. And I told my mom, I was like, you know what? And sometimes, like, you know, and then it comes to a point where after that, like, me and my brother was just like, you already think we did it, so we might as well just do it because you're going to whoop us in advance. So we'd rather take our whooping in advance. We would just be like, can you just whoop us now for our transactions that we do later? <laughs> but nah, but my mom was very loving and affectionate. My mom's very loving and affectionate now. I can walk up and see my mom at work. She'll give me a hug and she'll give me a kiss. What do you want me to say? Like, no, nah, that's my mom. You feel me? But a lot of times, like, people don't know about love and affection. Where does it first come from? Like, yeah, it came from my mom. So I'm very love and affection because of my mom. My dad was very love and affection to us to a point. And sometimes he stopped. But my mom, her love and affection kept going. Like, my grandma showed us love and affection. My grandfather showed us love. Everybody in my family showed us love and affection. That's, my family's just like that. So it's like a little bit different. So then when typically when I'm around people, I'm around my family, I typically give my family a hug and a kiss. Like that's just how we get down. But if I like might see my little cousin's baby, like, oh my gosh, let me see your baby. The kids love me. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'll be sitting over there kissing on the kid, hugging that kid, like loving that kid, dancing with their child. Like, oh my gosh, I always rock kids to sleep. So if you got a baby, they need to go to bed. You typically give me the baby. I will rock your baby to bed. I do. I got double D's guys. <laughs> like, so I, I sit up there and just rock the baby to bed. They'd be like, oh my gosh. My cousin would be like, the only reason why my baby would be big is because you got titties. I don't have any, but you got them. And I was like, why girl? So I'm sharing this carrot. And she just crack up laughing like, 
But in actual reality, guys, like this is that. I'm not, I'm not promoting anything like crazy, but this is just me saying like, if you understand what I'm talking about with love and affection, you do. Please don't interpret it and take it like a run. Like I'm promoting something that I'm not because that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is the first time that you feel love and affection is when you're a baby. Stop perping. So typically how you receive it when you're a little baby is how you receive it when you get older. Now, if you did receive this love when you were young and you like this type of love that I'm talking about, like, oh, a guy just, you know, they communicated healthily to you, healthily, I say healthily, healthy to you and different stuff like that. You're going to typically want that back. You're going to want that energy back 100%. People don't understand that. Yes, I want the energy that I give back out period yes i when a man does something hey i communicate effectively yeah when i like to be sitting around i do like to be loved on i love to be kissed on (laughs) i love hugs i love affection yes i like it all grand gestures all that okay (laughs) but this is what i must say that how i really feel what i love and i won't allow anyone to tell me that love and affection doesn't start when we are a child. And if you didn't receive it, how can you heal yourself to receive it nowadays? People are like, what? Like, yes. Like, if you feel like you didn't get it as a child, how can you give yourself this affection now? If you have children, you need to give this affection out to your children. Because they deserve that. Because you didn't get it. And a lot of times people don't understand. Like, I'm, I'm really over-affectionate with my son because I don't feel like I was being love and affectionate over stint to the way how I liked it as a child. Like people don't understand something like I'm real affectionate. Like my son sleep in the bed with me. We cuddle. We do all that. Like, Oh my gosh. I, I love cuddling with my son. Like he likes that. And anybody who watches my son, like my friend, she was like, Oh my gosh. Like your son is, your son likes to cuddle. And she was like, I don't know. She was like, can I watch him again? So then she became my perfect babysitter. Like, people don't understand that. Like, she became my babysitter, like, when I wanted to go do something. Just because I know, like, she's like, oh, my God. She was going through a breakup one time. She's like, can I just watch your son for you? Like, you just go do whatever you want to do. I just want to watch him. Because he likes to be cuddled. Like, he likes love. And so I guess she wanted to love on him. <laughs> like, my son just, like, loved her. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. Do you have a relationship that I don't know about? <laughs> and she just cracked up laughing. And she's like, I really love you, Keita. Like, I can tell that you really love your son. And that's exactly what she told me. She's like, I can tell that you love your son. And to this day, if she sees me and my son out, she gives him the biggest hug ever. He, like, hugs her and stuff. And she kicks it with him. And she shows him so much affection. But she does all that with her kids now. And she's like, I don't... She's like, you changed my life and different things like that. I always tell people, how do you like to be loved? What kind of affection do you like? Know that. Because if you don't know the type of affection that you like, because some people don't like kisses. They like hugs. Some people only like handshakes. Some people don't like to cuddle. Some people might like to cuddle. They just don't like to cuddle like you close by them. Some people don't even like people laying next to them in the bed. They don't even like people sitting next to them. Okay, so... You got to understand, like, why. Sometimes people never receive that. Some, some parents were very horrible to some children. I don't think y'all understand. I literally was talking to somebody, and they told me that their mom really never loved them correctly and that their mom used to beat them from the time they came out the womb. Like, they have never received a hug from their mom. 
So that's the reason why I'm like, y'all got to take your time out to really understand, like, even if you're dating someone, those are some deep questions to ask people. I'm, I'm that person. I'm deep. I want to go deep. I don't want to just dive in. Just dive in. No, baby, I'm going to need to dive in <laughs> to figure out where you might need help at. How can I help you? How can I love you? How can I open your heart up to love? How can I help you choose love? How can I help you with affection? You know what I'm saying? Because I have taught, I have like literally dated a few guys who have never received love and affection from their mom or anybody that was growing up from them. And I taught them that and they would like change their whole life. I know they weren't my person, but I teach love. And so that's what I do. And I taught them that. And it was very amazing. And they thank me to this day. They wife even thanked me. Like, oh my gosh, like, my husband talks so good about you. And I was like, oh my gosh, I literally got stopped. The other day I was walking through the store, somebody stopped me. I was like, my, my husband says that he learned how to, you were the first person who, who gave him love and affection. He's very loving and very affectionate. Like, I don't know how to explain it. Like, tell you thank you. Like, he said that, you know, like, you really taught him that he never received it from his mom. And his mom be upset at how affectionate he is with our kids. And I was like, oh, okay, well, you're welcome. She's like, for real. Like, if there's ever anything I could do for you, I love you. And people don't understand that. Like, hey, I'll take the love. You feel me? I appreciate it. She gave me a hug. She kissed me on my cheek. No homo. And I knew that it wasn't homo. People don't understand. Like, some, if you, even if the girl was, like, bisexual, I still don't think they was homo. She was hitting on me. She was really giving me a kiss to show her affection and to tell me thank you, gratitude. Like, I appreciate you, like... If it wasn't for you, I probably wouldn't be with this man. And I love him. Like, he's my person. But you taught him how to love. And now he knows how to love other people and how to show affectionate, how to show affection and how to just be there for a woman. Crazy, but it's real. But you can always tell people that had that great affection and stuff because it's like they're a little bit different with their energy, with their vibe. Like, they're totally different. And... I like it. I like being loving. I like being affectionate. Like, yes, I like to show my affection to my friends. When I see them, yes, I love to hug my friends. They will tell you, if you are my associate, my friend, and somebody I consider my family or part of my soul child, they would tell you, I give out hugs. <laughs> I give out hugs. Like, oh, my gosh. Like, yes. If I'm sitting down, I remember one time I went to my friend's house because a prime example, guys, like my baby sister, she's very affectionate. This little girl, when she used to come over my house and I, she used to come over and chill or whatnot, she always needs to cuddle. And I'm like, girl, so why I wake up and you're cuddling me? And she used to be like, uh -huh. I'm like, no, bro, you're cuddling with me. Why? And I start cracking up laughing. And I just, she's just, uh, I used to wake up. And just like, oh, she's cuddling with me. And I used to just let her just cuddle because obviously she might need that infection. I'm not going to say, who am I to tell my little sister? Like, no, you can't cuddle with me. Like, what? What type of weird stuff y'all own? Like, no, this is my sister. There ain't no ill attentions here. Like, this is my baby sister. Like, it kind of shocked me that she liked to cuddle. I'm like, why every time you sleep with me in my bed, bro, you cuddle with me? What's going on? And she just used to crack up laughing. But uh, that's my baby, though, guys. I ain't even gonna lie. Uh, my little sister really is like my my daughter for real. Like, oh my gosh, she really get on my nerves. But I love her. Okay, throw that out. 
But I'm telling y'all, like, if you need something in your life and you're trying to figure something out, okay, how can you show more affection to your children? How can you show affection to the people that you love around you? Do you need to give out more hugs? Do you not? What what make you happy enough to say, like, you know what? I'm happy and I'm thrilled to have you in my life. How do you think that you need love and affection? Do you need to... Do you like affection where it's you like kisses all the time? Do you like hugs? Do you like your hand? Do you like to cuddle? Like you need to figure out the way that how you like to give affection to others and how you want to receive it. Because some people don't know that. And so sometimes you, you can have a thing where somebody can be over, over affection, over affectionist. Okay. Or you know, somebody who doesn't show too much affection. And you need to have affection. So are you a person that needs that affection or are you a person who doesn't? You need to find out your balance. And then you need to figure out, like, why you don't like affection or why you are over-affectionate. Like, you got to figure those things out and see if there's something there that you might need to heal. Some people don't take that step out. That's a very important step to heal right here. And, you know, I always tell people all the time, like, this is also part of mental health because how would you heal if you've been through a situation? How would you want to heal with your partner? Because when you're with a partner, not your mama and not your daddy, but when you are actually with a person where you're a teammate, how do you need them to love you? How do you need them to show you affection? When you're going through a, 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 a moment in life, what kind of affection do they need to do to give to you to make you feel okay? Because some people don't know that. You know, they just accept whatever. No, baby, I'm not accepting. Not You can't give. I won't give out whatever no more. You either going to give me what I want or it's not. I'm not accepting it. I'm not accepting anything less and I'm not accepting I accept some stuff that's more, but anything more is just extra. It's just like, oh my gosh, I really like it. But how can you, seriously guys, what affection do you like and how can you give this out? And if you have children, do you think you're being affectionate enough to them to help them grow? To show other little kids affection. That means that, hey, if they knock a child down, they stop to check to see if this child's all right. That's affection. Okay, they stop to check to see if this child's all right to say sorry. And like, you know what, let me give you a hug. I apologize. And maybe I didn't mean to do that. We need to start teaching our children how to be more affectionate. Like, what's wrong with y'all? Some of y'all be beating the crap out of y'all kids. So y'all kids go to school beating the crap out of other kids because y'all are teaching them to be bullies. Because y'all are their first bully. Think about it. Like, I'm telling y'all, like, my son ain't never received. I'm telling y'all, I probably whooped my son probably like maybe five times. And after that fifth time, I, I cried because I'm like, I don't feel like this is right. But my son did some crazy stuff to get those five whippings. I'm talking about, yeah, like, man, I don't know how to feel about it, but my son threw a shoe at somebody's head one time, and I told him not to do it. And he did it. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I told you not to do that. Like, and you literally hurt this lady. It was an older lady. So, like, yeah, I have to, like, whoop him. Like, but I didn't whoop him to the point where he passed out. I literally hit him one time, and I barely touched him, and he just cried. Like, cried. 
Like I never like really like whoop my son for like a minute minute. So it's like really weird, but I just I just don't I just don't believe in whooping. I feel like just talking to him. Talking to my son does worse than actually whooping him. Like people don't understand that. Actually really talking to my child actually does worse than whooping him. <laughs> it has the same effect. People don't understand that. When you are a parent and you talk to your child, man, yeah, all right, try it. Especially if you like a parent and you know you've been whooping your child, try to like stop whooping your child and really start talking to your child. And like talk to them and explain certain things and then see what I'm talking about and just start talking to them daily. I'm telling y'all, they going to wish that they, they got a whooping. It's to the point now, like, my son will do something crazy, and I'll be like, I'll go to have a conversation with him. He'll be like, Mom, can you just whoop me instead? I'm like, I'm not whooping you instead. I said, so, because it comes down to the, to the games, and I'm like, so I'm either going to take your game. I said, so you want me to take your game, or you want to whoop it? He'll be like, you know what, Mom, I just want to whoop it. And I'm like, you know what, and that's why I'm going to take your game. Okay. <laughs> I'm about to go ahead and take this game, sister, because, baby, it ain't working. If you would rather receive a whooping... Did me take this game? I'm going to take the game. Period. And so I'm just teaching my son to like a different route and different stuff. Because some people feel like, you know, with little boys, you got to like whoop them and stuff like that. I feel like you don't. My child is very respectful. Um, my child is very loving to whoever. Like, but he is respectful. Like people really give me praises about my son. Men, women, everybody. They say, you did a really good job with your son. Like, I really love him. Like, I don't know how you did what you did, but you did that. And, hey, what can I say? Like, it is what it is, guys. Like, I really want to say, like, take your time out to see how you're giving an affection. If your mom gave you affection when you were a child and you're not giving that same affection out to your child, you need to ask why you're not. Because if you're very affectionate and you're not affectionate to your child, you have to figure out, like, why? What stopped you from being affectionate to your child now? What stop you from being affectionate to people in your life? Society teaches you as you get older not to be affectionate to people. But guess what? When you were a child, you gave out affection to everybody. Like, I'm telling you, like, one day, guys, like, I dropped my nephew off at work. I mean, I said at work. I dropped my baby nephew off at school. And I took him out the car. Well, the teacher got him out the car. My nephew ran back up to the car. He's like, hold on. He's like, TT. And I was like, Okay. He ran up to me. He gave me a hug and a kiss. He said, I love you. And that made my day. And people don't understand, like, what? I'm like, bro, my nephew literally got out of the car to go to school. And he stood in line and he told his teacher, like, stop. I got to get my TT. And she, the teacher stopped me. She's like, hey. And my nephew ran back up to the car just to tell me that he loved me. And he thanked me and gave me a kiss. I felt like the best aunt in the world, guys. <laughs> Making me cry now. <laughs> 1999 on the clock. But, guys, this really did something to my heart. And y'all know I'm a, I'm a lover. But this showed me that my nephew, my nephew is receiving the most purest love he can ever receive. Like, he knows how to give out love. He knows how to love properly if he needs to. And that's a wonderful thing because most little kids, I don't see them doing that. Like, and it's really weird. Like, but my, my nephew, I was like the first, well, it's like the first time I dropped him off by myself. 
And I dropped him off a few times, but he never did that. So this particular day, he literally stopped and told me he loved me and um, gave me a kiss and a hug. And I felt really loved. I'm like, oh. But I got to tell people this all the time. Like, this is a great moment to where if you're being loving and then you're being truthful to who you are and what you are, people around you would definitely do the same thing, too. Guys, like, respect is respect. But if you're teaching your kids to be loving and they will eventually reflect that back out, they are a reflection of that. My son is a direct reflection of me. He's very loving. He's sweet. He's kind. He's thankful. He always like, okay, well, what do you want to do? And he loves playing. He likes really being a little kid. Like, he really enjoys just being a child. Half the time, some people, they're raising their kids up to be grown adults. Let these kids be kids. That's the problem. They don't know how to be a child, so when they get older, they want to go back and be a child because you didn't give them an opportunity to be a child. You turned them into a whole business person. No, let these kids be kids. Let them be messy. Let them jump in puddles and mud and roll around in the grass, whatever. Let them be animated. Let them be dramatic. Let them be children. So, guys, my only question to y'all is, how do you like to be affectionate? How do you like to be loved? There's nothing wrong with being loved and showing people love at all times. Be the love that you want to receive at all times. But what kind of affection do you need to to be satisfied in your relationship? That's the real question. No matter if it's your mom, your dad, your sister, your brother, your cousin. Because some people, they wish that their mom even gave them a hug. That's a type of affection. They wished their mom gave them a hug. And they're like 50. They wish their mom gave them a hug. So how can you be more affectionate to your more affectionate to your child? Like what do you need to do? Or what do you need to do around people? You, you don't have no kids. What affection do you want to receive from people? Like, and if you need to heal something, well, like your parent, maybe your parent isn't affectionate to you. So how can you forgive your parent? For not being affectionate to you because maybe their parent wasn't affectionate to them. Or maybe they just don't know how to give it to you. Or maybe they just don't want to. Maybe they give it out to your brothers and sisters, but they don't give it to you. How can you do the healing work around that? What can you do to give that out to receive it back? So that's my only question to y'all. But this episode is about love and affection. Love. Y'all know I love me some Rihanna. Riri, okay? <laughs> Riri in future. <laughs> Why Beyonce trying to diss future, okay? Like, yeah, he made that drunken love song, okay? Like, stop saying that future ain't hot. Future been hot. Future wrote most of these hot songs, so stop playing with me. But stop playing with me, stop playing with me, girl, don't play with me, okay? But, uh, yeah, guys, like, take a minute to listen to that love and affection song. I don't know who that's for, but that's for somebody. But guys, what do you need? Or how can you give out love and affection? For me, yeah, I like love letters, all that, baby. Write me a love letter. Tell me that. But make sure you send it with a playlist or something. Some flowers, some roses, maybe a teddy bear. You know what I'm saying? Love something. But 
Guys, I love y'all. Um, but thanks for tuning in with me. Um, I ain't going to talk y'all head off too much anymore, but... Thanks for tuning in with me. It's the Pretty Red Antique Show. Make sure y'all go follow me at the Pretty Red Antique Show. And I'm sending y'all so much love and light um, out into the universe and to everybody who listens to this podcast. Make sure that y'all doing your affirmations and y'all just praying blessings on yourself and on the universe and to the world because it's going to come back if you send that energy out. It's going to come back, okay? All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in to the Pretty Red ENT show. This is your girl, Goddess Nikita, a.k.a. Pretty Red ENT.